Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are right now and what time of the day it is. Welcome to another episode of Zdenex English Podcast. And this is also being recorded uh, as a video on my YouTube channel, on Teachers Zdenex YouTube channel. Welcome. How are you? I hope you are great. And today we are talking politics again. It's been a while. <laughs> And I've decided to invite uh, a person that uh, has always had things to say on this topic. And it's none other than Tommy. Tommy, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for having me, teachers, Danek. Anytime, anytime. There's something wrong with the connection, though. There is something wrong with the connection. Shit. Something is going on. We're back. We're back. We're back. Hi, I'm Jolie from Spain. I like the Achievers Chamber because it's a friendly place where I can improve my English talking to people from other countries. For more information about the Achievers Chamber, go to teachersthenec.com. I'm back in. Is it better now? Yes. The video, it's, did you change something about the video, though? Like, I didn't change no. anything, no. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, that's, it should be fine, then. The, so the sound is not perfect, though. The sound is a bit... Wait. The mic what, you're using, like, a laptop mic, or...? No, no. One minute, please. One minute. Just check, check in the settings. Just go to settings. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just give me mm -hmm. one. How's that sound? Any oh, my God. 100%. Yes. <laughs> yeah, my, it's the mic, it's the Yeti, the big Yeti here, which... I know which one, yeah. I've had that one before, yeah. Not funny, not funny at all, no. <laughs> all right, we're back in the house. So where did we Where did we end up? We ended up sort of like... Wait, are we, we're doing this live, right? This is a live stream? No, it's not a live stream, don't worry. <laughs> God for that, you know, I mean, if it was live, then we would be having... That would be very... Um, yeah. Well. All right. Okay. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what? Ironically, this is what this is what audience want usually because it's just that when something happens, when something is uh, kind of going wrong, it's it's usually fun for everyone. Yeah. So um, while while we are, we may be sweating as content creators and being embarrassed and all that, uh, they are having. A laugh basically yeah so anyway tommy good to have you back on zdenex english podcast last time we spoke was less than a year ago i think it was back in october and um it was episode 427 called controversial views of teacher tamas on the british monarchy brexit and boris do you yeah. still remember that yeah of course i do how can i forget these the three the three b's the three Bs, you know, Brexit, Boris, and British politics. I mean, you know, whoever doesn't have a controversial opinion about British politics really needs their head sorted. Um, because seriously speaking, British politics is in the gutter and has been there for a long, long time. Um, you know, uh, but that you know that I'm not going to give away any of the things that we're talking about because you know. Spoiler that, alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert here, there's going to be a lot of um, conservative crushing here and lots of um, talk about lettuce and lots of talk about Brexit, lots of talk about Boris and lots of talk about, yeah, conservatives. 
and also a therapy session maybe <laughs> yeah i think we need we i think we all need to go to therapy once in a while and i think this is the real ther therapy here is going to going to teachers denek and talking about it all <laughs> okay so let's just let's just remind uh to our viewers and listeners who you are so you are tommy as we yeah. said and um you are uh, an english teacher yeah from great britain but you're also if i'm not mistaken you're also half hungarian bingo there we have it yep but okay. I, live now in, I live now in germany and you live in germany okay yeah. so do you have by any chance do you have one of those do you have that banner which goes across the screen you know that, you want, that banner okay, that goes across sure, the screen sure. so you want you want me to put up your I want I want to go I want to be able to catch my catch my name here you know it only you know the funny thing is last time we were here I was catching my name with the banner okay. and um yeah do, do, do you realize I'm terrible at multitasking so I I, I have to I hold the microphone that. I have to talk to you I have to listen to you I have to make sure I'm in the in the view and then you also want me to make a banner for you. Okay, well. Well, no, you don't have to make a banner, but I found the banner to be possibly the second best thing on this <laughs> podcast. No, it is yeah. it is, it is, is the best thing since sliced bread, I know. So let, let, me, um, let me do that for you then. So what do you want to be on that banner, Tommy? Oh, I just want any, I just want my name to be there in Tommy. green lights and make it sexy and make it really... Make it sexy. Oh, make it nice. Make it nice. The Unre unrealistic uh, requests. <laughs> well, you know, you know, you got to have high expectations of any of life. Hang on, hang on. Do, um, do you want your Instagram to be there? Let's say. Yeah. Can you send? Can you send me a private comment? We are recording yeah. this, ladies and gentlemen. I know this is not very exciting for you. We are talking about. Uh, this banner here, but uh, Tommy asked me to do that, and since I'm a nice guy, generally speaking, I'm going to grant not him his not just request. Generally, but not just generally, <laughs> but also in reality. Really? Very nice. Guy. <laughs> you think so? Okay. Well, now, now I have to make that banner. Really, you've been you've been very good to me. So, all right, let's go. Um, do you want this banner to? To be a floating one, or just oh yeah, floating maybe. Float oh, hang it. on, I don't know. Is it, is it called floating when it sort of scroll across, scrolls across bottom? I think that's what it's called. Okay, hang on. There we go. Oh wow, that's beautiful. Look at the name go. Look mm -hmm. at that name go. There it is, <laughs> down there somewhere, flying across the universe, from my right, from my right to my left. That is it. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Okay. Okay. So, anyway, so before we get lost in the um, before we get lost with that banner, which is just oh, that is like a that that makes my eyes want to go. That makes my eyes go cross-eyed a bit. Anyway, mm -hmm. before we get lost on that banner, um, yeah, we're here to talk about politics. We're here to talk about the, um, you know. Uh, are you taking are you taking over my role now, Tommy? It sounds like you you are the host. <laughs> I'm used to hosting rather than guesting. Now that now that you have your banner there, you, you suddenly <laughs> you suddenly realize that you have all the power and you started to take over. Why? How are you different from the politicians then? Anyway, I'm just joking, Tommy. Of course, yeah, yeah, you yeah, can I mean, do you know, that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now introduce the topic. I'm I'm just gonna put it out there that I'm no better than any politician. 
Well, I'm better than a conservative politician, but that's not. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, no, yeah, I, I sh- I'm not the I'm not the host here. You're, I'm the guest, so I should not be talking like this. So you should be talking to me. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to be the one asking you questions, and uh, yeah, there's a little plan. We, you know, I've sent you the questions beforehand, but yeah. uh, you know what to expect. Basically, I really liked our chat we had last time. Um, on this podcast and uh, I think you have a lot of things to say and uh, quite s- strong opinions but justified I, I would say also uh, I you know it's also it gets easier when you sort of understand when the guest is coming from and uh, to me it makes sense you're for example you're anti-Brexit anti-monarchy so I- I'm with you you know uh... There are going to be listeners who are going to be like, well, they're going to turn off immediately because of anti-monarchy and anti-Brexit. No? All right. Well, I, doubt, I, I doubt that. I don't think yeah, I have such, such listeners. But if I do, then I, I don't, I think if they have been with me for such a long time, they already know my views. Yeah. And it's not, it's not very dissimilar uh, to yours. So I, I don't think, I don't think they, they're going to leave now. I don't think so. Well, but if anyway, you now, but if you leave me now, you take away you take away the greatest part of me. Yeah, simply put, in in the words of Chicago, you know, not the musical, the band. Yeah, but yeah. no. Ah. Let me just let me just you know let me just quickly remind people of what I believe in. I believe. Wow, that is scary. It's it's hanging quite bad. It's hanging at times here, isn't it? Um, what I believe in is that Brexit was a bad idea Um, what I believe in is that the Conservatives are stupid and what I believe in is that the monarchy um, is an ancient uh, civilization which should not be which should not really be in power and Mm -hmm. for that reason there needs to be a change yeah so we have already talked about this basically so it's just a reminder to, to our listeners where you stand with your views, with your opinions. And yeah. um, that's fair enough, absolutely. Uh, but let's get an update on what the hell is going on. So currently, when we are recording, it is the 12th of July. I will try to make sure that this podcast comes out ASAP because it's a political one, unlike yeah. the one that we recorded last week. Which will be on for your podcast, which is coming out in uh, how many years, Tommy? <laughs> it won't be in a few years. It'll be in about it'll be in about six months. Give it six oh, months. Six months. Well, let me I, just might, I might I might I might be dead by then, Tommy. Do, do you realize that? Imagine I was yeah. I'm imagine I'm dead in six months' time, and then you release the podcast. <laughs> well, there'll be a legacy behind you then. You know, there'll be a legacy. <laughs> The legacy of Teachers Denok, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the first Czech guy to be on my podcast. So you know, to be brutally honest, that's a great legacy to have. Okay, as long as I'm the last one, then I'll take it. Well, I mean, you, ha- you, you have know. to promise me that there will be no other Czech guy on your podcast from well, that time been, on. There have been no other Czechs on this pod on my podcast, so you'll be the first Czech to be on my podcast. That's great, but I also want to be the last one if I'm dead in six months' time. All right, can you, all right. Can, well, you, no. can, you, can, can you do that for me? No promises here, but I'll do my very best. <laughs> okay, 
now I'm trying to interpret, knowing the British culture, the British way, the way they use euphemisms and understatements, that actually means this is not happening. Okay, Tommy. <laughs> been a pleasure. It's been a it's been a pleasure. We'll see each other next time, right? Um, the door is behind me here on my other on this side. You can see it just behind me. I'll use it if you need me to. Although in reality, that is a wall. There is a wall here rather than a door. So if I walked into it, you would know about it. Okay then. Well, basically, we will not be doing that. But anyway, Tommy has Tommy has a fake background, one of those. Yeah, so uh, it's not it's not his real home. I don't no. know what his real home looks like anymore because my my real home is not as let's say um, classy, as this, but it is classy. But is there a is there a piano there as well? Because I can oh, see. Oh yeah, a piano. I have a piano here. My to my left, I or here over my yeah. right shoulder, I have a grand piano. Which, okay. actually speaking, is just a wide space of nothing. There's nothing mm -hmm. actually here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, but, Tommy. Tommy, yeah. let's 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 get into the real meat here. Apologies yeah. if you if you are a vegan, by the way. No, um, I'm, I'm 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 a veget I'm not a vegetarian, not a vegan. I was I was talking to the listeners, but okay. Okay, so uh, Tommy. Yeah. What on earth is happening in the UK? What's happening? Well, you tell me. You tell me. You know, no one in the UK, no one outside of the UK understands what's going down. You know, it's been um, it's been very turbulent few months. You know, we had last time we saw each other was in October and Boris Johnson was the prime minister, but since then we've gone through we're on our third prime minister within mm -hmm. well, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June, July. Ten months. Hang on. Three so in ten months, that's that's that must be some sort of record. Wow. So let's let's quickly name them then. So Boris Johnson, uh, yeah. he because I think he was he was connected with that Partygate scandal. I think yeah. this is why he had to. Did he resign or was he? taken down he says he was taken down but um it was a it was partially taken down and partially um that he was just incompetent incompetent with a capital i you know and he made a lot of idiots look quite clever because you know hang on, that's a nice phrase he made let me let me just see if i understand it he made a lot of idiots look quite clever yeah that, that means that means that he's he's an idiot himself basically yeah. do, do yeah. i understand this phrase correctly okay thank god all right all right he's, you know the guy and to you know to use a bit of a brutal uh phrase here couldn't organize uh piss up in a brewery in a brewery yeah although he did <laughs> or, although or, he, did, he did pretty much do it yeah go on or there's another phrase like that he couldn't organize an orgy in a brothel. Do you know that one? <laughs> I think that comes from Silvio Berlusconi. That's <laughs> Silvio Berlusconi, that. Um, but no, <clears throat> he was he was eventually kicked out, forced out, screaming, shouting. You know, he was unhappy. And then, you know, over then 
the Conservatives have to go and they have to have a um, they have to have a leadership competition. Mm-hmm. And well, I mean, the current Prime Minister, who we'll get to eventually, with his fourteen worst gaffes and scandals from his first six months. Uh, this was an article written in the Daily Mirror back in April. But you know, we're going to get to that eventually. So that's um, Rishi, Rishi Sunak, but there is one more yeah. that that didn't last very long, and well, something to do with didn't last some, as long as the letters. And, and yeah, that's what I wanted to get to. It's something to do with a certain um, vegetable as well. So tell us about this. What 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 is this about? Well, you know, what happened was that after the leadership scandal, uh, a leadership. You know, there was a leadership campaign and then this trust was then voted in as the new prime minister. And did, you know, did they trust her? Did they trust oh, her to be the prime minister? Oh, oh, that hurts. That hurts. You know, let's so this trust is not listening to this. <laughs> But no, she was um she promised the world to a lot of people. But, to you, you know, as well, to you as well. Not to, not to me, you know, if she'd done that, then she might have, you know, she still wouldn't have got my vote, to, you know, she still would not have got my vote. But, you know, a lot of things went down and then there was a competition that went online. Someone posted up a lettuce in its packaging mm-hmm. on the webcam and the competition was who lasted longer, Liz Truss, Or the iceberg lettuce. Now, you know, well, lettuce goes bad quite quite quickly because it's it's vegetable, right? So, yeah. um, in let's say room temperature, I don't know what did did, did, the, did they keep the lettuce um, in a room or in a fridge? Because I, I no, guess they that kept lettuce. it in the room. They kept it at room temperature. Okay. <laughs> And right, um, so so I assume I assume uh, lettuce must have um, gone bad before yeah, before least trust did lettuce. right. Day by day, the let the lettuce was getting worse and worse. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, you know, and it, you could see it going brown, and you could see it really sort of, you know, it was even given googly eyes. They even put googly eyes on this lettuce to make it look like a real person. Mm-hmm. And this was back in October of. So, Hang on. So, did yeah. they broadcast it live? Like, was there like a camera? No, it was. Live it was well, someone had a webcam on it, and yeah, yeah, every yeah. day that Liz Truss was still in office, they they basically live webcam this lettuce. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So every every single person could watch that, right? Could yeah, tune so everyone, in. Could, everyone could see how the lettuce mm. day by day was getting browner and browner, <laughs> and you know. For those for those Brits who were who were happy putting money on things, they started betting on it. They started betting on who would who would be the first to lose, who would be the first to you know to go bad. That And sounds like an amazing amazing bet. Really. Well, you know, it got me it got me going because you know who doesn't like, really? who doesn't like seeing a lettuce versus this trust. Well, how much money did you put on on? I didn't put any money on it. I would never have put my. I would never put any money on it. Okay, looking back at this with the benefit of hindsight, who would you have put money on? Well, of course, the lettuce. You know, uh, I would never put money on a conservative to do anything. <laughs> 
How, how do you know this was a Labour lettuce, though? <laughs> well, that's not the point, whether it's a Labour lettuce or a Lib Dem <laughs> lettuce or a Conservative lettuce. It's a lettuce. And, you know, lettuces are healthy. So I would have happily put a good chunk of my house on the line for the lettuce to win. <laughs> Brutal. Okay, then. So, Brutal. so what happened? Well, fast let- forward a few days. Fast forward a few days. So what happened with the lettuce and with Liz Truss then? The less lettuce was still left. It was still left. It was still there, still alive. And Liz Truss was forced to resign. How many days did she last then? Well, that I have to do a quick Google search, if I may, because I I've forgotten how long she lasted. How yeah. long? Was that only proves it? that only proves yeah. that it must have been a long, 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 long time. Well, it wasn't long. It couldn't have been very long. <clears throat> Liz Truss' tenure. <clears throat> Liz Truss' tenure as Prime Minister of the United Kingdom began on the sixth of September two thousand and twenty-two. Yeah, and ended forty-nine days later on the twenty-fifth of October upon her resignation. She couldn't make it to fifty, at least. Such a nice no, round number. <laughs> No, apparently not. You know, and she now holds one of the records as the, let's say, the least the, amount of days in as a British Prime Minister. Hmm. You know, so that she broke quite a few records. You know, she broke many a record, and you know, if she's ever if she's proud of herself, she can say she broke a record in the fact that she. Um, well, she. She beat the lettuce as well. I mean, it's an achievement. No, she didn't know the lettuce beat her. The lettuce beat Liz. Well, she, she beat go. she beat the lettuce uh, in who would go first. Yeah, well, that's I mean, what, that's, that's, what that. that's what I meant. Yeah, well, that, that's definitely yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and then the Conservatives had to go again to the uh, had to go again to their ownership. You know, to their to their party had to go again to the faithful and ask. All right, we need you to we need you to give us another. Leader. So basically, what happens is that it's not the people that decide yeah. who the next leader is, which is quite normal in democratic society, in democratic countries. And you would assume that somewhere, uh, like somewhere as the UK, where basically it's one of the most democratic countries in the world for sure, uh, you would assume that it's the people who choose the next prime minister. But no, <laughs> no, it's, it's basically a small proportion of the of the electorate mm. vote on the conservative government uh who the next conservative leader was going to be and for a second for a second i thought it could also be the lettuce but no lettuce did not pick no, the next the lettuce, prime minister lettuce, yeah. not even given a chance no i mean you know this mm. was out of office yeah. they they dumped the lettuce in the bin i think because i don't think you could eat it <laughs> which is a shame but you know celebrate you you, you can't yeah, but it's understandable. You can't have your cake and eat it. I mean, you can't oh, have well, your lettuce. Yeah, I mean, you can can't have your lettuce and eat it. That's what I meant. Well, we can come back to we. You know, you can't have our cake and eat it later. But uh, you know, out of the ashes of the catastrophe of this trust came Rishi Sunak. Now, when he was voted as the prime minister, everyone was saying this is really good for British politics. First Asian prime minister, first. Yeah. Prime Minister of Color. So, yeah, but so, so basically his roots are in India or is it Pakistan? Yeah. India, India. India, he's, okay. He's from, I believe his family come from India. 
Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, everyone was saying, this is really, this is amazing. You know, it's yeah, great yeah. politics. It's great for British politics. It's really good. And then he put together a cabinet of, of people who were seen as, you know, really good because they were also from, they were also of color. So the high, you know, the high offices of state were, were basically covered by people who were not white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. You just, 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 just to clarify, you don't mean cabinet as the furniture. No, you mean no, 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 gr- no, no, group no. of people, group of people, the ministers, group of people who make the decisions on policy yeah. within the UK. Yeah. But you know, like many conservatives, you can't have a prime minister without a scandal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, there have been, you know, up to April, there were fourteen or more gaffes and scandals so gaffes is, a, ga- a gaff is like a like a big blunder it's like a big miss like a political exactly. mistake it's or a, it's something really embarrassing yeah okay em- just just embarrassing thing you know mm-hmm. and when when he came to office he promised integrity professionalism and accountability mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. wanted to reset the country after the chaos of boris johnson and after this trust but you know Let me just put it this way: It could have been so much. It could have been so much better for Rishi, or should I say, fishy Rishi, if you want to put it that way. <laughs> fishy means like dodgy, like not not someone you can trust. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, and I'm just going to read a couple. I'm just going to read a few off the from this article from back in April from the from the Daily Mirror. So anyone who reads the Daily Mirror needs to know it's a it's a uh, it's basically a Labour-leaning uh, newspaper or a left-leaning newspaper, mm-hmm. um, but most of it is trash news, you know. Yeah, it's a, it's a tabloid, isn't it? Tabloid shit, you know. Tabloid you could, we, could blame, we could blame Daily Mirror for Brexit. Like, it's one of those newspapers that really push the agenda, right? Well, I mean, you know, the Mirror, the mirror has, in the past, had its um, faults, you know, but, you know, I don't want to go into, you know, that's... I don't know much about the mirror's past, so I'm not going to. I'm not actually going to go into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have here a few of the, a few things which I'd like to. Um, a few things which I'd like to bring up here. So, for example, um, you know, it just makes people want to cry because it is. It's such. It's so depressing. Um, The Tory from the Tories decided. Tory, by the way, is conservative. Tories mm-hmm. decided to spread misinformation, um, for example, about immigration figures. So, immigration is those who are moving in from moving to the UK from outside the UK, and they said that the, they said that the they said that the Labour government once they left. Um, in 2010, left a backlog of hundreds of thousands of cases, which mm-hmm. had not been, which had not been, you know, looked at. Cases of what? You know, they, for whatever reason, apparently the Labour Party, the Labour government in 2010 decided that they, they would leave a hundred, they would leave hundreds of thousands of cases, according to the Conservatives, obviously. 
Um, but this was not true because actually the Labour government only left 20,000 cases unsolved compared to, at, you know, in April it was over 170,000, you know, which the Conservative government had not solved. So as you can see, misinformation is something So wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I thought, I thought they got rid of Boris Johnson or they wanted to replace Boris Johnson because they wanted to have integrity, honesty, and speak the truth. Like I thought, I thought Boris Johnson was was someone who was the embodiment of lies and and this deception and all that. So 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 they didn't well, change, the, seems, change seems, the tune. <laughs> well, it seems like um, lying is is infesting the Conservative Party. Because there are lots of knots, you know, it seems to be that Rishi Sunak has taken a lot out of the book of Boris and decided that he would use it himself because he thinks it's a good way of proving that he's a strong leader. Hmm. Um, at the time of speaking, now in July, um, the Conservative government have about a 20% deficit in lots of polls, opinion polls, and it looks like the Labour Party will probably be the next government, uh, probably next, probably maybe this year, uh, maybe latest next, latest next year, there'll be the next elections. Okay, so, so hang on, hang on, are you talking, so is this, I forgot what the term is, uh, like extra election out of out of turn, kind of like they. What's what's it called? No, no, snap, no. snap is it snap election or no? It, they can't. They can't pull snap elections anymore. There is now a fixed five year term of a government, so you cannot pull mm -hmm. snap elections like you used to do in the past. That you could say, okay. oh, my my ratings are sky high now, so I'm going to call okay. the I'm gonna call an election now. But but the it's, term is coming to an end then. Well, yeah. Has it, it, has it been that long? Has it been that long? I, because that I, long? I was I was living in London in the UK when when the I can't believe it has been that long. I think it's the COVID period. It's just it's just as if nothing happened for three well, years you know, here. This whole, this whole period for me has been way too long. You know, I've been yeah, waiting yeah. for I've been waiting for the elections to come for maybe ten years. Mm. But it's really not that. It's you know politics goes quite quickly. Um, so you know, it looks like the Conservative government will be out of the Conservatives will be out of government very soon. Okay, so hang on. So this is the prediction, and and how long has the Conservative Party been in power? It has been for ages, uh, right? Thirteen years and counting. Thirteen. Thirteen years. I think it's is quite unusual because normally what happens is that just to balance things out, you would you would have the 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 right wing and then. After that, you would have the left wing, so it would be like sort of it's it's well, what happens here in my country as well. But why why has it been thirteen years? Why so long? You know, it's a it's calamity because lots of things have happened to Labour. It's basically partially the Labour Party's fault in the fact you know, and that that's quite hard for me to say because I've always been a Labour supporter. Mm -hmm. um, the Labour Party has had has had a quite a hard time. You know, um, the Labour Party has gone through a lot of um, scandals itself, but we are on a, we are on a good footing at the moment. 
you know, scandals are relatively speaking very small, and it's sort of it's nothing compared to the scandals of the Tory party. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to bring up another scandal, if I may. Sure. Um, as, so, ma as many scandals as you as you want, Tom. I'm going to go completely conservative bashing here. You know, so I love doing <laughs> it. Um, so what happened? You know, we talked at the beginning. We talked here about Rishi Sunak saying he wants to be accountable. He wants he wants there to be a new start. Mm -hmm. But it turned out in January that one of his leading politicians was lying about his tax. Uh-oh. You know, and here's, here's the whole, the bell's ringing here and think, you know, you're thinking, well, hang on, what happened to accountability? What happened to sort of being, you know, hang being, on. you know. Did, did, did he kick him out of the party or did he keep him? Well, no. Um, the scandal was basically that Rishi Sunak would not say anything about this leading politician. He would not wow. say, for example, that he should resign. He would not so say he, he, he was covering for him, basically. He was covering for him because he did not want he did not want this. He yeah. was eventually thrown out in January because of a serious breach of the ministerial code amid a major row over his tax affairs. Now, you mm. know, people what listening to this, they'll be like, well, hang on, how come there's a rule for one people and a rule for another people? Well, simply put. If you're right wing, you're rich, and you got and you got contacts. Tax affairs, tax affairs is is, ba is babies' games. This is something we didn't really mention here. Richie Sunak is is incredibly rich, isn't he? He's richer than the king. Than the king, the 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 British king. He's richer than king. He's richer than King Charles the <laughs> Third. Seriously. No, that's serious. I, without kidding, the guy is I, worth more money. I, but let me just put it this way. The reason that he's worth more money than the king is because of another scandal, which I'd like to get into, is about his wife. Now, his wife is the owner of, of some, some sort of big fund, you know. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, worth, you know, which is worth lots of money. And apparently before, you know, whether this is true or not, before Rishi Sunak came into politics, he worked also at, uh, I believe, the Lehman Brothers or one of these big banks that went bust. Now, that's mm -hmm. true. That part's true. But then it gets a bit dark. The, it gets darker. Apparently, his wife is involved in tax avoidance and tax evasion. Again, there, there seems to be a pattern. There seems to be a pattern there, Tommy. Well, you know, it's a pattern in the Conservative Party. It's a pattern within right-wing politicians that if you've got the money, you can get away with things if you want at any time. So, you know, here we have... Is this... it, isn't this something that, that the Labour Party politicians would do too? Isn't it just that politicians are corrupt beings? No, and the, Labour just... Party, the Labour Party no? is the party of the people. You have to remember, the Labour Party was... I know, but what, I, what, I, what I'm trying to point out is that doesn't this ultimately come down to people? Because I believe there must be some some conservative uh, uh, members who, who have integrity, who are honest. Don't don't tell me that everybody is like that. I don't believe that. Well, uh, you know, whether that's true or not, you know, whether that's true or not, then I, I can't give you the I can't give you that. You know, um, it doesn't interest me. 
brutally mm. said it doesn't interest I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not here to defend con con the conservative party I'm with you but I'm just trying to understand because you know you know the usually the people that rise to the power and who who make it to the top are often corrupt um little bit of psychopaths right yeah. so so I just wonder eh? so if is it really the party is it really the party or is it just that they need someone like this because they just they just have that influence and can pull the strings easily i mean if you got if you're if you're in a power if you're in a position of power then probably you will end up being corrupt someday you know mm. there yeah that's that's what i mean yeah that's what i mean either way you will be corrupt whether it is through tax avoidance yeah. whether it be because of your wife because of what, yeah. you know whatever you will have you will have a, a, a crossfire on you basically it's it's um it's like unavoidable right because everybody yeah, will try to get you right it's i think it, it, you will be put in positions where you have to it's like it will be between a rock and a hard place like, like you have to solve a lot of dilemmas and 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 go for for the lesser evil and stuff like that so so ultimately this will break your neck right well, I mean, you know, the whole scandal about Rishi Sunak and his wife is has been sort of he's trying to kick it under the rug as much as he can. You know, he's trying to kick it under the rug as much as he can so that he doesn't, you know, so that he is he he's concentrating trying to concentrate on anything else. But you know, whenever there's a scandal, it always comes back. It always comes back to bite him. And he's always sort of it's Let's put it this way, he's not exactly had the easiest of times, but most of the scandals could easily have been um, avoided had he decided to do take the easy path and to sort of just get rid of the politicians or get rid of the problems, you know, as soon as, as, soon as possible. So, so, so do you think the reason he didn't do it is because he knew... He, he... He knew if he had done it, that it could have gone back to him. Because you know what happens when you when you expose one person, they can yeah. start talk. They can start talking. Do, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is that is it that then? Yeah. You know, if you if you keep, you know, the problem is, and um, I'll come. I'll you know, there are a few more scandals here which I've got on this page here in front of me, and you know, the thing is, every time. There's a scandal. Every time there is a politician in need, it always comes back to the question, why have you not got rid of them? Now, it seems to me when it comes to certain politicians that these politicians have something on Mr. Sunak. Yep. And they, you know, it, maybe it's because they are from a different wing of the party, you know, different, yep. different faction within the party. Or maybe it's because... They didn't vote for Rishi Sunak when there was the leadership election back back last year. So mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot. There's a lot of reasons this could have possibly happened. It's but, a nightmare. It sounds like everybody has something on on each other. Like it's well, it's a bit. Know, of a... The thing is, if you if you have politicians, for example, the next one I'd like to bring up, Suella Braverman. Now, Suella Braverman was a was a uh, politician. Um, under Liz Truss. She was hired by Liz Truss, but then she was sacked because she was because of um, she leaked official documents to a wow, fellow that... 
MP. That was brave. The... That was brave of her. What's her name again? Suella Braverman. <laughs> that was brave of her, right? <laughs> Braveheart, you know, Braveheart comes to mind. But no, she was not brave. Basically, what happened was she leaked official documents to a fellow MP from her personal email address, which is breaking the, which breaks ministerial, breaks yep. all rules of a of a of a minister, mm -hmm. and she was fired. But. She was then rehired six days later by Fishy Rishi Sunak. Aha. It's, so it looks like to me that he didn't have a choice. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, whether that whether he had a choice or not, I don't know. You know, he could have easily just said, no, I will not make, you know, I will not hire you. But you have to remember, Suella Braverman was one of the Boris fans. One of, biggest, one of the biggest Boris fans that you'll find was Suella mm. Braverman. And Suella Braverman did not vote for Rishi Sunak in either of the leadership elections. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, that, so, so there was no reason for him. There would be absolutely no reason for him to, to hire her, to want her back, because she wasn't really cheering for him. Well, no, the, the, reason, no. the reason it probably happened is that there is something we don't know that she that she had on him on Rishi oh, Sunak no. or Fishy Sunak. Yeah. Fishy Rishi Sunak, exactly. And you know she's become a divisive figure. Uh, uh, you know, own. you know he could have fired. He could have found anyone else because there's plenty of fish in the sea, as we know. So, <laughs> <laughs> but he went for her again. Well, you know the thing is, either he was desperate. You know, desperate to bring the party together under his leadership, or she, like you say, she might have had something on him. You know, um, and she's been criticised by a former Tory chairwoman of using racist rhetoric. And you know, if you're racist and if you use bad language, normally you would get fired from your job. But Rishi mm. Sunak backed her, mm. and Rishi mm. Sunak also said. She's done nothing wrong, and you know. But don't you don't you think like Rishi Sunak? It, he hadn't been in the office for a long time. I mean, he he is an he was an experienced politician back then, but it he was still learning his trade. So he might have felt like a fish out of water. No, I mean you know that that's just that's just that's just that's just scraping the bottom of the barrel there. <laughs> You know, so we have here a man who is, you know, a man who doesn't understand that a politician should be fired when they need to be fired. But then we have a we have a politician also who is out of touch. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, you know, because he's the richest man on in the UK, owns yeah. has more money than the king. He's out of touch with reality. Basically, he doesn't. He he, he may talk, he may talk, and he he does talk about how he will help all the Brits and British people, but he he will never be able to put himself in uh, like the, the poor people's shoes. No. And and there's the great example of this was around Christmas time. And, you know, Rishi Sunak, and this was probably just a publicity stunt from his group, from his, you know, from his people, decided to go to a kitchen, decided to go to a homeless kitchen, mm. you know, mm. kitchen for kitchen where they make food for the homeless 
And he was filmed saying the following. <laughs> I, I'm, I can't uh, wait. You know, I've just got, <laughs> to, I've got to put my words together right here. The millionaire, poli I'm just going to quote from the mirror here. The millionaire please, please do. was filmed asking the young man, who's called Dean, whether he works for a business. To which, he to which Dean, the young man, responded, no, I'm homeless. Like, is it not brutally obvious that if you're going to this soup kitchen, that you are bound to be homeless? Is it not brutally obvious? No, it depends. It depends what the man looked like as well, you know. So it's the man, the man looks homeless. The man looks like the man looks homeless. Yeah. So that yeah, that, that almost sounds the man that that, like that, that sounds partially insulting, but also extremely stupid no, and, and just I mean igno ignorant. Ignorant. This you're being in ignorant, basically. And well, what I mean yeah. by the man looks homeless is not that he looks homeless, but because he. The the man I'm looking at a picture of this guy is someone who doesn't exactly look like they've just walked in from a million dollar job. Okay, I understand. Yeah. yeah, I'm not trying to be ignorant here at any point. I'm not trying to be not trying to put homeless people down at any point in this in this episode. What I'm trying to say is that this guy does not look like he's just walked out. Mm. Yeah, so this is this is basically uh, evidence. Of uh, Rishi Sunak being out of touch, as you said, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, and then, then comes the another out of touch sort of thing here. We have to remember that um, Rishi Sunak has a lot of money, and he lives, or he's got a house, which is oh, he's got more money than the king, as we know. Yeah, more money than the king. Mm -hmm. He's he lit. He's got a house in Yorkshire, north of England. Only one. Only one house. You know, you might as well have the, you might as well have bought the whole of the UK. You know, but that's neither here nor there. Um, he has a house which is worth two million pounds, and it's a Grade Two listed manor house mm. in Yorkshire. Now, for those who don't know what this means, it's basically a house which can never be pulled down because of it, because it is basically a British heritage site. Yeah, so if it were, if it were to be pulled down, then um, you know the. The law would have to change. The law would have worked with you. Mm. So, you know, while the British are going through this um, hard time, they can barely pay their energy. They can barely pay barely pay for energy, barely pay for electricity and heating. It was. I'm going to quote again. It was revealed last month. This was back in March. That Mr. Sunak's new 400,000 private heated pool is said to use so much energy that the local electricity grid had to be upgraded. Okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. so you know, 400,000 pounds is a lot of money. Mm. Not a lot. Not something that I can afford. And the electricity grid had to be upgraded. Not something that happens every day, you know. It no. only happens, <laughs> you've got a prime minister who's got a uh, four hundred thousand pound private heated pool. Protesters mm. said they wanted to highlight the hypocrisy of the UK's richest ever prime minister, who has failed to upgrade our up outdated national grid, which remains unable to deliver the green energy revolution for the rest of us that would lower bills and help tackle the climate crisis. 
Oh my point god. Diverted them from the mirror. So basically what you think is that it after telling us about all these scandals, that you think it's inevitable that this will be the end of the Conservative Party. Um no not the end, but this will mean that the Labour Party will win the next elections basically and I mean, you know, if you I, I'm constantly looking at the opinion polls, you know, and the you know, lots of opinion polls are saying there's a lead of about 20 to 25% for yep. Labour over the Conservatives. A lot of these seats in which the Conservatives are, you know, heartlands, you know, places where they're meant to, where they're meant to win, they mm. look like they're gonna they look like they're gonna be dumped out quite quite hard. Yeah, which which is which is something, right? It does it doesn't happen yeah, every it, day. That's the question. Yeah. If you know that your ship is sinking, why don't you just why don't you leave it? Why you know why don't you I, I don't I don't I, I don't I think again they have something they have something on each other. <laughs> Probably that's the... the thing is Rishi uh, Sunak as you know I keep reading in the newspaper in the Guardian which is a right left wing you know left wing newspaper and which is a broad treat you know so yeah. it's not tabloid rubbish it's it's, it's something you can trust you can, trust, you more, can yeah. trust um you know lots of conservative politicians off the record cannot see rishi sunak in office any longer but they keep saying that we don't want to get rid of him because why would you want to, why would you then you would have to have another leadership election yeah. you would have to bring it's another, too much it's too much so much instability instability and you can't just keep changing your lead. it's just how does it you know how does it show your what in what light does it show your party it, it, it's understandable that it, i think they are they just probably sort of resigned i think they probably know that and also like let's be honest so you you've just, you have mentioned that, that, that there's a crisis now energy crisis housing crisis in the uk people yeah. are getting poorer people don't have money there are a lot of people that need the food banks and stuff so yeah. basically it's a disaster now the reasons for it are as we know brexit and uh what like the economic crisis that is has been caused by uh, uh covid and now the war in ukraine so we have got three three main reasons yeah so at But, least when it comes to brexit i want to tommy tommy yeah. sorry i want to ask you about brexit yeah Yeah. I want to ask you about Brexit because this is this is something that my listeners have heard a lot about mm. and they come from a lot of them come from European countries that are in the European Union. So um what's going to happen there? So have 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 the Brits at least sort of admitted admitted that they had been wrong the the part the, obviously I mean not you not people like you but people who voted leave Have they admitted? Have they finally admitted that this this has been a disaster? Yeah, more and more people are admitting that they made they made a mistake. Mm -hmm. Recent surveys find that you know more and more people believe that they made a mistake. The last survey I saw was that I think a third to maybe a quarter of people have you know a quarter to a third of people have, have realized that they made a big mistake. That's a lot. But the problem is that the elephant in the room is Brexit. And yeah, you're looking around you, but you can't... Who, whose room? Your room or my room? My room is not big enough for an elephant to fit in. So it must be your room then. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Because as we know, it's a fake background, so... Exactly. There's, a, there's an elephant running around in my house. Um, 
the big problem is Brexit. And, you know, you, if you ask um, Keir Starmer, the head of the Labour Party, the leader of the Labour Party, he will not say that he doesn't want, he says that he wants Brexit to work. Now, you know. When he says it, does he say it with confidence in his voice or does he stammer, stammer? Well, the problem is he is one does of he the, stammer? He's one of, another one, here we go. Yeah, another one that you like, you know, you're rattling these off like they're, they're something, you know. The thing is, people like me, people like Keir Starmer, people like those who voted for Remain, we're called, we're still called Remoners. Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. Are you still moan? Are you still moaning about Brexit, Tommy? Partially, I reckon I am partially doing it, but quite rightly because you know, I saw. You know, back but, then but, when we had the vote, I knew that Brexit was. Don't, don't, don't you now have? Don't you now have this 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 feeling of Schadenfreude? Now, as in, I told you so. We were right about this. Don't you, don't you feel this sort of what's the word for it? Yeah, uh, ju just just ju justification, or there's another yeah, word. I, I feel justified that I voted yeah. against Brexit. I feel justified because I know that. I knew back then Brexit was a bad idea, and I know now that Brexit is a bad idea. And you know, with more with the you know, as the months have gone by, you know, since the last opinion poll on Brexit, more and more people are realizing that Brexit is a bad idea. But you know, the problem is that if you ask Keir Starmer, the leader of the Labour Party, he says he wants it to work. Does okay. he really mean it? You know. uh, ha, ha, it's not very different from the previous uh, leader, Jeremy Corbyn, right? Who, yeah. who who was for Brexit, I believe. So 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 that means so so is there a party in in the in the UK's politics that would uh, have in their program for the campaign, for, in their manifesto that they would want to rejoin the EU? Isn't it, if, if so many people want, why why why? Why is it not part of one of the biggest political parties in the UK then? If so many people want to rejoin now, it partially is. It partially is in the okay. Liberal Democrat manifesto that they want to get rid of the Brexit, but they can't because the Liberal Democrats are not strong enough. They're, they're a small party. They're the could, they, could, could, could they be strong enough? Because I remember in the previous election we had this Brexit party led by Nigel Farage. Uh, uh, Farage, whatever, whatever, whatever the way to pronounce his name yeah. is. The Liberal Democrats have always been the the sort of younger sister to younger, ugly sister to to the Liberal to the Labour Party and to the Conservatives. You know, the Liberal Democrats basically pick up seats from the Labour Party and from the Conservatives. You know, and they're basically like seen as the protest party. But the thing is. Liberal Democrats will never be strong enough to have a hold to be. I understand, but my point was, I understand, but my, my my point was, if the Brexit Party was able to get so many votes and to influence the, the politics, why don't you think that it's possible that even if 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 Lib Dems, as we call them, have yeah. this as the main thing in their program, don't you think that that would be so shiny enough, like attractive enough for for people? To, to go to go for it then 
It won't be enough, no, because, you know, the, the political system in the UK is very biased towards the two big parties, towards the Conservatives, towards the Labour Party. You know, that... Yeah. Despite, it sounds similar to the American system. Basically. Yeah, exactly. It is. You know, despite yeah. maybe Liberal Democrats polling at around 10, 15 percent, they're mm -hmm. only about 20, you know, 20 to mm -hmm. 20 to 30 seats, which is not big enough to be a strong party. You know, so no, they will not be strong enough to be able to force it upon. They won't be strong enough to force it as their project. But if in the likelihood that there will be a hung parliament where we then have no single party as the strongest party because they don't have the majority yeah mm -hmm. no majority of conservatives no majority of the labor party they could theoretically put it up as a coalition or not well, not even coalition but sort of as a a deal should you want to be the leading government leader you know yeah. leading party in the parliament you have to think, you have to talk about Brexit. You have to have another referendum. Basically, that's what I would do. <laughs> yeah, but that, you know, that will never, that won't happen in my lifetime. That will probably won't happen in the lifetime of my children. It might do. Come on. No, that, I think I think it will. I think you're being a little bit too neg yeah, negative. Yeah. Here. Come on. We've got, got to be very, you've got to be realistic here. You know, how, we, how old are you, Tommy? I'm 34 years old, happily. Come on, you're so young. You're so young. Forever young, baby. Forever young. You're so young. It has to happen in your lifetime. I mean, also, yeah. also, there's this thing, yeah, Tommy. Yeah. A lot of people that voted for Brexit, or the vast majority of people that voted for Brexit, were older, older people, right? So yeah, yeah. now you have yeah. all these young people. My grandparents' age. Liber liberal, liberal, with liberal ideas. All these young people with liberal ideas, wanting to study abroad, wanting to have opportunities uh, uh, to easily travel. Yeah. yeah and 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 uh so it, doesn't it mean that now now there there would be so much so much um what's the word i'm looking for there would be so many people wanting this to happen and more and more every single year because you have all these young people don't you think that like, when you say it won't happen in my lifetime i like you're, 30, you're 34 years old how long are you are you planning to live like well, I think what it, I mean it's not going to happen in my lifetime is that they're going to there's going to be this generation that grew up with Brexit. You know, there's this generation that's my there's my generation mm -hmm. who basically had to live with the consequences of our grandparents voting for yeah. Brexit, and then there will be the generation of my you know the generation Z, you know those who were born around the two thousand in the year two thousand and two thousand whatever it was, and generation Alpha which are the kids, my kids, who will probably be a generation that won't know what it feels like to be within the European Union because they will be the ones who get the stamps in their passports. They will be the ones who constantly have to go to the consulate to get themselves a, uh, you know, a visa. So, so are, you, are, you, are you suggesting they will be okay with it? I, I doubt it. They will, they will be able to see, they, they will ask the questions of why, why, is it so much easier for for the neighboring countries to travel? Well, I guess there will come the I guess there will come the time when the generation alpha will ask questions. Will start asking questions about what is why have we got Brexit? Why is it so important? You know, why is it playing a big part in my in my uh, my life? You know, my life. 
Exactly. And there, is going to be, there are going to be serious repercussions. Now, you know, this goes back to the Conservative Party and David Cameron, who decided he would gamble on the, you know, gamble on the people's belief that they don't want to really exit the EU. It will come back and it will hit the, and when the shit hits the fan, it will mm. be normally, it will probably be the Conservative Party, and let's hope it will be the Conservative Party, who end up with the repercussions of being kicked out of government for a very long time. But until then, there will be, you know, until then, we just have to hope that the discontent of people who want to leave, who want to come back to the EU will keep getting louder. And that, you know, not only the Labour Party, but the Liberal Democrats and maybe other parties will be able to eventually come together. We'll be able to say, okay, well, now we're going to actually put this to the people like they did back then. We will then talk about, we will then put it to the people. Do we want to bring it? Do we want to come back to the EU? Now, whether then the, you know, whether then the, the EU will, will open with open arms allow the British back in or not, you know, whether the French, the big enemy within will, you know, the, you know not the enemy, but, you know, the, the country which was always against British joining the EU from the beginning will then open their arms and say, hey, you know, it's been a long time come back yeah it's not that it's not that simple anymore yeah you no, also have some, some guarantee anymore because you know some, some you have some member states one of which is even hungary yeah the, the country that you you come from one of your parents i believe was hungarian my, yeah my or mother, is hungarian my mother comes from hungary yeah yeah right and there will be you know perhaps by the time the british do get to the point that they have another refer they have another referendum by then, maybe the EU will be a smaller will be a smaller group. You know, maybe it will be only a group of Central European and you know Central Western countries that will be in it. You know, maybe the Italians might want out, the Greeks might want out, the you know. Um, sorry, sorry, I, I didn't. I don't understand what you mean now. Why, mean why, why, why would it be only? Why, why? Right from the point, Zdenek here, yeah. that there will be countries who then see who see what the what who finally realize what the british did and say you know what why don't we go alone it why don't we go it alone ourselves you know and that 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 would be a catastrophe no, i don't think European so i don't think so for example czech republic we don't we don't really ever consider i think the major political parties even those that uh, just a little bit right wing or, or left wing doesn't matter i think they wouldn't want to leave the eu i hope so anyway maybe the conservative ones yeah the, um, sorry the um the extremist parties they want to do it but they never have enough votes in in the czech republic yeah thank thankfully so i don't see my country ever leaving the eu anytime well, soon yeah, I don't I'm, want, happy, I'm, I'm glad for that i don't want any country to leave the eu you know the european project is it's brilliant. It's amazing. It brings cultures together, brings people together, brings a lot of things, hundreds of thousands of people together, millions of people together. Yeah. And for it to then, you know, for it then to be broken up by a minority, you know, minority, minorities who are extremists, who are, who don't use the right parts of their bodies to think with, <laughs> would be a very big shame. Um, 
And I, you know, it's a big shame that also, and I know that this is one of the questions you might be asking, or you. But Tommy, this. Tommy, I, I think we we <laughs> we've been talking for a long time. I think we. Yeah. Yeah. Go on then, but uh, I think we. Well, I'd like to say uh, here in Germany, we over the you know over the last few years, there's been a lurch to the right. Um, thank God, the right-wing party. Christian Democrats did not win the previous election. And there is now a uh, traffic light coalition here in Germany, red, yellow, and green. But in the former eastern part of Germany, unfortunately, there is the rise of the far right, which as you know, which is this which is incredibly scary. And what I all I wanted to say here is the only way that Germany will will be able to oust itself from this far-right lurch is mm. if we talk about two things. Germany after 1989 and the reunification, the ghost of reunification, and also that we stop, you know, we stop trying to, we that Germans or, you know, right-wing Germans stop complaining about immigration. You know, because well, that, that means that means there has to be uh, successful integration because it comes down to I've heard so many Germans here in Danang as well, yeah, and they they are concerned about what is happening in Germany and that there are um, a lot of incidents, yeah, with, uh, coming from the basically the camp of the the immigrants, yeah, so often yeah. from Islamic countries, yeah. So I, I I'm no expert on this, but. If a lot of people are scared, and if, if more and more people have this issue, that's what's going to happen. It's same, the same is happening in Sweden. Yeah. I, I believe the same is happening in France. Yeah. So I, I think they ha they have to find a way to make it work. Yeah, because because neither neither of the let's say um, solu neither of the extremist solutions mm. is correct. They have to meet halfways. There has to be a compromise. You yeah. can't. You can't just kick them out of the country or or make a political party, far right, far right party, and create fascism again. That, that's yeah. not gonna work. It's gonna be an absolute disaster. Hitler 2.0 will uh, rise to power, yeah. basically. Yeah. So in the former east, in the former east of Germany, there are you know the, the far right extremist party is in you know in recent surveys has been polling around 25 to 30 percent. That's quarter to a third of people would happily vote. A far-right nationalist party but we have to talk and you know i'm not going to talk about this now because we've been talking for over an hour but there has to be discussion about like two things the ghost of reunification and the immigrate and immigration and that with that i would like to finish today's podcast no, it, may, it makes absolute sense yeah and it's all connected as we can see the politics it's all connected this podcast was about the british politics but we have also touch upon the European politics and we only scratch the surface as well right it's, yeah. it's so it's so complex and so difficult to to talk about but um, I about this I could talk about this for hours I could talk about uh, it for hours I may I may I may not know as much as you do but I, I have to say it, it always interests me and it's it's something that uh, I feel like it's my duty to know to know at least at least some some stuff about yeah so thank you very much Tommy for shedding light on this bit uh it's been a pleasure 
Uh, thanks for telling us about uh, lettuce and uh, the, the British Prime Ministers and Fisher Sunyak. And yeah, uh, on the one hand, uh, I hope um, everything calms down in the UK and things uh, things get back to normal. Hopefully there is the light at the end of the tunnel. But on the other hand, then if nothing happens, the, do we need you on the podcast again? I would love to talk to you again. So hopefully there will be more scandals <laughs> there will always be a scandal there will always be something that i can talk about when it comes to british okay, okay. fantastic fantastic okay well thank thanks very much for featuring and uh, i'll speak to you soon tommy thank you very much take care bye-bye